Good morning, and it's been a very long time. Welcome to a brand new start of a new, I guess you would call season, of the Morningstar Journal with me, Tariq. And uh, as always, I want to thank anyone who listens. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hear in what I've got to say. Yes, I am still taking that one. Thank you, Dave, uh, until I can figure out something better. But anyway... Welcome to anyone who's listening. Sorry that it's been, uh, oof, I think it's probably been about th- three months, maybe even four months by now since I put out my last episode um, or whatever, but uh, kind of a recap and what's going on and what this is about. My name is Tariq, and this is a podcast called Morning Star Journal that I kind of started um, about, a, about a year or so ago to just take a chance to talk about things that I've enjoyed, just have a chance to actually get out there on either um, movies, TV shows, games, um, books, just about anything and everything that I find that's fun that I want to share with other people and um, just express how much I enjoy it and hope to give um, a little, you know, a little something back to um, other people on it. Just, you know, maybe show things that they might enjoy. Um, so it has been whew, a wild, uh, <laughs> a wild several months, uh, despite still being in a lockdown and still part of this, um, pandemic that's going on. It's still been quite a crazy time. I think my last episode was somewhere around end of September or October. So since then, uh, quite a lot of things happened as far as both, um, kind of real world stuff and within media on different shows, books, and um, even the occasional movie that I got to see. So um, this episode is going to be uh, probably a lot lot shorter than normal. Um, to me, I don't even know how long it's going to be because um, like, most, like most of the shows I try to do, um, it's pretty unscripted. Sometimes I do take notes on a few of the subjects because a lot of times I do want to kind of get into the nitty gritty of, you know, uh, different subjects. You can actually check out uh, some of my previous podcasts to know of things that I talked about, like um, Indiana Jones, the Ratchet and Clank series, um, it was in a Predator, uh, in which um, I actually got to collab with a good friend of mine. Um, we talked about... Um, I, all three of the staples, Predator, Aliens, and uh, um, Terminator, <laughs> the big three, I think. But, um, so let's kind of go over what's been happening. So um, I have been fortunate enough to be able to still be at the same place. You no, know, that's been very difficult for a lot of people, um, you know, like uh, as far as economic-wise and just you know, overall situations, but I've been fortunate enough to be able to, you know, stay at the same location, so that's definitely helped out as far as stability, though my work is still 
done mostly at home. I have been able to uh, go to the office every so often, uh, you know, to do a few things. But of course, we have to, uh, you know, be a safe distance. Luckily, there aren't too many people that go in. So it's only maybe around three or four people. We all stay well enough apart and everyone's wearing masks, of course, as always. Um, and if you are, you know, in any kind of uh, situation area, I would advise it's good to, you know, I know there's a lot of thoughts as far as not to wear a mask, to wear a mask, how much is it protecting, blah, 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 blah. But to be on the safe side, it's easy to wear a mask. It's easy when you're out in public to just wear it if you're going to be going to the store or going to, you know, picking up something in a restaurant. It's not difficult to just wear the mask for a little bit. And then once you're back in your car, you're back at home, take it off and do whatever you want to. But, you know, it is good if you're going to be around other people, you know, it's good to be safe. You know, it's not hurting anyone doing that. But we have a lot of people with a lot of different opinions. Speaking of which, um, if you are listening, um, the girl US of A, you know that we've had an election and... Uh, President Trump or ex-President Trump is no longer in office. Now we have President Biden who's uh, taking over the role. And let's just say that election and everything went over as smoothly as you would have guessed it would. As smoothly as I knew it was going to go. To say that it didn't. To be on the... To... (laughs) <laughs> to not put a more finer point on it, um, which continue to have replications from two, uh, 2020 into 2021, um, in which in the beginning of January, we had a basically a insurrection at the Capitol where people decided to storm the Capitol of the United States and that fiasco that happened and we're still going through the aftermath of that with um, people being prosecuted which you know is rightful because they did um, you know try to occupy a um, federal building so let's just say there was a lot of emotions going on during it, um, I was actually at home at the time, working from home during the process, and I caught the beginning of it on a live feed on YouTube, and pretty much and watching, and then I had that on pretty much the entire day, watching the proceedings, watching these people, these their flags and everything. Um, disregarding police which it was funny seeing them with the um if you ever seen it they have there's these american flags that are basically black and white and then have a blue bar on it it's used for the um blue lives matter um group um and yet they had these flags and American flags, but at the same time they were disrespect, in my opinion, disrespecting America by trying to storm a capital and trying to charge into these 
uh, places to get to the senators and ignoring the police telling them to, you know, back off. So it's been a very wild and crazy start of 2021, which, you know, we all hope that when it went from 2020 to 2021, things would calm down at least a little bit, but no, it looks like it's going to be still a kind of crazy year. So, which kind of gets to what I'm, you know, putting this back out there because it's been a while and I was trying to do at least once a month, but that didn't work out too well. And I'm getting to a point where I just need to find something for me again. And I've, I'm still practicing, so um, I'm still planning on at least trying to play a little bit more as far as my guitar. But I wanted to get back into this because it's just been so long and there's so many things that I've just um, had a chance to enjoy, play, watch, and, you know, and I just um, wanted to get that out there again. And so this is why this is starting up. So again, this isn't going to be a normal issue. I'm still um, going to have to get a lot of things together. Um, I still have a lot of my notes from before as things that I want to get into. Um, but there are some new things. Like, for instance, I think I talked about it before, but um, I had just finished the book eight of the Echo Saga, which is going to have one more book to come out. I think sometime later this year, book nine, which is supposed to close off the series, but they introduced something really cool that I hope, not to give anything away in book eight, but they introduce a scenario that is funny. When when I got a chance to read the four, I think it's called the foreword, whatever it is that the 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 kind of extra section the author puts in to kind of uh, talk about their mindset and everything about the book. He introduces something that he actually wanted to introduce back in, I think he said the first book or at least the first set of trilogy, the first trilogy. And it's kind of crazy that he waited all the way until now um, to introduce this, especially where a lot of these characters are in there in the, within the story at this point to introduce this at pretty much the end, which I'm kind of hoping that means that, you know, even though this might be the end of the overall story, uh, certain Aspects and certain characters uh, are not going to um, not going to just end with this final book. I know that's vague, but I don't want to give anything away in case you're thinking about it. And also, um, things I want to talk about when I actually do a full um, episode on it. Uh, another, well, kind of staying on the book side, I just finished a book called uh, Dragon Mage by M.L. Spencer, I believe. That's her name. Um, and that one was pretty good. Though, I will say that... Um, and I might have to try to read some of her other work because she has uh, several other books on uh, Kindle Unlimited. But at least going in this one, which 
I also think is supposed to be pretty new because um, book two is supposed to come out either later this year or early next year. So this is a new series she started. But I feel like her action sequences aren't that great. In which I mean that sometimes it's hard to understand like how she writes it. It's hard to understand what exactly has happened, where people are within um, certain sequences and fights and like the actual aftermath i've had to there were certain sections where i had to go back and reread to understand what actually happened to somebody or if um because there's like a couple instances where um maybe somebody is in a there's you're following the main character for instance and they're in a fight and then somebody they're with is also in a fight and they're having a hard time and then in the next sequence the main person is about to get struck down and the person they're with actually assists them but you never understand how badly that other person their fight was or if they even resolved it it's I, I know that sounds vague and it sounds weird but if you read it you, I think you'll understand but I don't want to take away from the good points of it is that the story um, she has with this Dragon Mage is really good and she takes a different approach to the main characters and, and their interactions. So there's a lot of good in the story. It's just that kind of tweak in the action that this would be a cool series to be made into a, t a TV show or I should say a cartoon. There's a whole lot of magic and weaving that I'm like, I don't want to see this on a TV budget. I'd rather see it animated. Because at least if it's animated, you can do a lot of things like the magic and the dragons and other aspects of it. You can give it justice. Where if you did it on TV, you would either have to have a extremely big budget, which then the bigger the budget means the more hand, in my, in my opinion, I think the bigger the budget you have, the more hand you have on wanting to make sure they get their money back. So it may take away from the story. And then on the, on the flip side though, the smaller the budget you have, then you're gonna have to, you know, either ignore or not do certain aspects that I think take away from it so that's what i'm saying if they ever did this make it animated definitely have the author involved but you may want to get somebody else to kind of fill in the action sequences a little bit better and that's just me uh, but um but it's also one of those things where i think i want to read more of her stuff just to see um you know if that's normal or maybe you know she's just trying to get into the flow of things Another series I started, which I'm on book three of, or I finished book three, and I'm about to jump into um, book four, is The 13th Paladin. Uh, that one's been a fun, pretty much like a young adult style action fantasy. Um, if you if you ever heard of 
The Ranger's Apprentice by uh, John Flanagan. Um, it's very similar. It's very similar to that story. Um, not beat for beat or anything like that, but just overall themes and actions, and that's not a bad thing. So, Thirteenth Paladin. I can't remember the author's name off the top of my head, but that one's been really good, and I definitely recommend it. Uh, let's see other books I've finished. Um, that's the main ones I can think of that I've been going into, and I'm going back into the, uh, Cinder Spire's Aeronaut Windless by Jim Butcher, which I believe I talked about it during either my, um, either when I talked about Dresden or if I talked, or when I did my, um, episodes on the Codex Alera series, um, all done by Jim Butcher. He also does this Aeronaut Windless, which is this kind of cyberpunk style, uh, not cyberpunk, sorry, steampunk uh, style um, book. Uh, I, I always also think of it as like steampunk slash Final Fantasy because um, it does have like these creatures. There's crystals involved. Um, there is kind of magic but um it's definitely interesting uh like i said i can't remember if i talked about that one but i've read that book several times and a good friend of mine actually she just read it and i think she enjoyed it enough that she's actually going to start reading the dresden files um and i think fingers crossed uh jim butcher is going to come out the next book because he had just finished um Oh, that's right. Another book, the two books that had just come out from Jim Butcher that came out, both came out last year, two Dresden books, Peace Talks and then Battlegrounds. And those were really good. I'll definitely have to do an episode. I'll probably just take them both on because it, it both books are uh, like a part one, part two. Um, so, and that was really, that was a big story and a lot of things happened in it. Um, so, but since he finished those two books and it's going to be a while before the next one comes out, um, he's hopefully going to, uh, finish or he's, yeah, he's going to finish book two of that Cinder Spires, the Olympian affair. And hopefully that'll be out soon. So I definitely look forward to that. Um, jumping into... TV. So we had the second season of Mandalorian come out, and that was amazing. I loved it. Um, I don't care whatever kind of haters or people talking about this or that or complaining about this or that. Coming from a fan who has been a Star Wars fan for a very long time, um, I remember either. Um, seeing no I couldn't have been I couldn't have been old enough to see Return of the Jedi in theaters but I remember it very clear I remember it even more clearly than the first two Star Wars to be honest but I have seen you know Star Wars um, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back um, I know I've seen those as a kid um, so it may have been I've just seen them all on tape or something um but um 
But just going back then, I mean, I remember things like the droids uh, airing for the first time and knowing exactly what they are. Same thing with Ewoks, Caravan of Courage, and Battle for Endor. Um, so I've been a Star Wars fan for a very long time. And let me say The Mandalorian um, Season 2 got me just as pumped as uh, what, ha- what they gave us in Season 1. And, oh man, to go into the episodes, um, yeah, that is going to be an entirely separate show on its own to talk about that one. So, uh, definitely know that that will be coming, especially all the, uh, this, and in Mandalorian season two, they really, they, they knew they hit, I think what happened is they knew they hit oil with. Mando season one, Mandalorian season one, and then in Mandalorian season two, they definitely felt um, the kind of pressure need to capitalize on it. So there were quite a few. Okay, this can be a spinoff. This can be a different spinoff. Where he was going to different areas, where it's like, okay, these are different areas of the universe where this could be another show. This can be another movie. Maybe you'll see this in a game somewhere, you know, just those little things, which I enjoyed. So all in all, quick thing, Mandalorian season two, it was great. I'm definitely going to talk about that one. Um, Let's see. There was the boys season two, which I can't remember if I had talked about that one or not. That one was actually really good. That one got uh, really crazy, especially uh, getting towards the end. Is it a warrior? Um, another show I think I've talked about before. Warrior season two finished up, and that one um, ended spectacularly. I know when it comes to shows on Cinemax, and especially with this pandemic, um, it'll be kind of tough, and especially a show like Warrior, which is centered on being in, um, and if you're not familiar with the story of Warrior, it takes place in the um, mid-1800s in San Francisco uh, during, um, during a time where a lot of Chinese immigrants were coming into the country. So, and then you also have because they were coming into the country and then they were um, able to get work in certain areas because they were being able to, because people saw this as, uh, or um, companies in a sense saw it as a way to get easy labor and cheaper labor, it started knocking out the Irish workers who were upset but they're upset at the Chinese rather than being upset at the businesses that are actually capitalizing on these um, hard situations. So it all boils over and it's insane. And we're following these certain characters within all these different aspects who are just trying to survive in the end. And that show has been amazing since the first season. Second season, like I said, was also really great. Um, but I know, but since it is though in the city and requires a lot of sets and people, that one may be harder to continue filming, which is definitely regrettable. But I noticed that it is on now the new HBO Max. So maybe if, if, um, if you have HBO Max, 
definitely take a look at it. Um, if you know people who have HBO Max, tell them to get look at it. And maybe with so many people watching it, that may get them to consider, you know, like greenlighting the season three. And then, of course, you know, taking the proper uh, precautions so that everyone on set's safe and they can still provide a great show. So hopefully that comes out. Um, Expanse season five just finished, and, and that's another show that I highly, highly recommend. Um, Expanse has been a great kind of space, um, like a true space opera, really, um, to kind of give you a brief summary of what The Expanse is. Um, the Expanse is just a, a space opera taking place a couple of hundred years in the future, so, you know, we're still with Earth as in general, but we're dealing with three major factions of, you have um, Earth United Nations that controls the um, reigning government for the system, slash they are also in charge of the economy and trade. You've got um, Mars, which was a group of settlers who wanted to terraform Mars to basically make it the new Earth. Um, but because of Earth always having a tight grip on their resources and what's coming and going, Mars decided to expand their military and become this military uh, power. Um, and unfortunately, that's made them had to set aside their plans on terraforming Mars, which caused a lot of resentment within the Martian community. So you got that. And then you also have the Belters, who are basically people who live, you know, on the outskirts, um, not the outskirts of the solar system, but they can, they, they've, they decide to stay in space for the most part. You know, they they live on either um, mining ships or um, different uh, settlements they've had on moons and asteroids. And they're the ones who, a lot of them are the workers who gather resources from different parts of the uh, system, like ice or minerals and things like that. But they're also on the kind of yoke of the um, Earth government. So they're feeling um, disenfranchised. And um, there's these radical groups who, some who want to just at least give the belters like their kind of like own established government because for the most part they're all nomads but you know they want to kind of have this central belter kind of government so that they can be treated seriously but then you have radical groups who feel like the only way to get um you know that kind of <clears throat> position is through force um so this season has been quite uh, a wild ride and then, kind of a spoil. This is a little bit of a spoiler, but even with the kind of wild things that happened throughout this the fifth season, there's a last reminder that there are other um, dangers in the universe. And I think this next season, the sixth season, which is supposedly going to be their last season, is going to be a stark reminder that. 
you know, despite them being able to go to different planets, despite the, um, and here's another spoiler, despite the ring which allows them to uh, transverse to different solar systems, um, you know, extremely fast, there are dangers that put their their um, differences, their squabbles, basically meaningless in the end. Um, like I said, that's a little bit of a spoiler for season five and um, what's coming up season six, but definitely the entire show is great. I definitely recommend it. Take a drink real quick. Um, a couple other movies I think I saw, or at least I remember seeing, got Soul, which came out, which was really good. It was a Pixar animated about... Um, that dealt with music and um, I just felt like that one was a really well made and just a heartwarming um, film altogether. Uh, we also had Wonder Woman eighty four, which uh, that one came out and that was heartbreaking on how weird and just. Uh, I have to say, just not that great for me. Um, It probably won't be one I'll be talking about too much. um, Just because, like, there's so much they, I feel like they could have done. And it's one of those things where I, I, I wish I knew why they went in the direction they did, but I don't get it. Um, Right now, Unfortunately, Falcon and the Winter Soldier still hasn't come out yet. That's supposed to be coming out in March, but we have gotten our first Marvel, uh, you know, property since, I think, Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Home was the last movie that came out, and they hadn't um, released any other shows, but Far From Home came out, and, uh, I'm sorry, not Far From Home, um, was it, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will be coming out in March, but now we have WandaVision, which right now is on episode five, just aired, and I'd have to say that, okay, so without giving anything away on that one, which I definitely um, say it's worth a watch, however... My personal preference, I'll put it that way, my personal preference would have been if they could have compressed the first three episodes into one episode, one like hour long episode, or maybe even an hour 15 um, long episode. Because when it starts off, you think you're in these like old style TV shows like I Love Lucy or um, the Dick Van Dyke show, things like that. Um, but during the during the first three episodes, um, <clears throat> things start happening that that you can see is breaking that kind of fourth wall. Um, and you're kind of questioning on what's going on. And then by the end of the third episode, we get a little bit of not exactly a full bone clarity, but then kind of the, um, veil is dropped in a sense. Um, I'm trying to think of the right analogy, but basically the kind of uh, veil is dropped in, uh, near, near the end of the third episode to kind of let you know, 
okay, I think I might know what's going on. Then in the fourth in this last episode, we're getting more detail on it. We're still going back to that TV show trope, but it's now in the context of the overall story, which I feel is better. So that's kind of why, in my opinion, I would have liked it that the first three episodes were kind of like this hour, hour and a half long premiere. And then episode two starts with what we have is episode three and then... Uh, sorry, episode four, and then five now, and kind of going on. But we'll see how it goes. I think now, since we got what we got in episode five, it's worth taking a look. But I'm almost still on the um, decision of you can probably just wait till it's all done to just binge the entire series. Because I think it's going to be like around nine um, nine episodes long. So we're about halfway into it now. Um, it's definitely tough. So I'd say if you... If you have to, you know, watch everything Marvel at all times, sure, jump into it. But if you're kind of, eh, maybe, maybe not. Because remember, this wasn't supposed to be the first thing. I think the first kind of jumping back on was going to be between um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Black Widow, which were going to be kind of like... Oh, you remember, you know, Marvel? Here's some, you know, uh, aspects on the secondary characters. Because Falcon Winter Soldier, of course, was going to take over for those two characters. As Falcon kind of... Um, I think I think it was going to follow Falcon's role of, you know, seeing what, what it meant to follow in, Cap, in Captain America's role. And, you know, what he's going to do with the shield and all that. Um, and then, of course, Black Widow follows her character, you know, presumably in the past because of what happens in Endgame, but, you know, in the past and, you know, her actions. So, but I think these were going to be uh, more easier jumping back on points for Marvel, and then they were going to get a little bit weird with things like WandaVision and later on things like Internals and Shang-Chi, which is going to be coming out, um, which I still don't know when those are coming out. I th- I'm hoping... Um, they have a pretty good release schedule because what I hear, Shang-Chi should be really good. It should be really fun. Um, WandaVision, like I said, it's not too bad now. And I'm kind of, if if what they're hinting at is true, then I'm excited because it might be hinting at more, um, how can I put this, more uncanny things in the future um we'll leave it at that um some astonishing uh for anyone who knows what i'm trying to get out there then you know if you're in the know you're in the know if not then you know just ignore what i'm saying uh let me try to think yeah there's so many different things i recently got um i decided to get myself the uh boba fett um uh, Lego helm, uh, just to kind of put together and have fun with that one. Um, I'll probably explain my reasoning behind that uh, a little bit later, especially when I get the Mandalorian season two. Chill out. Uh, there's a new game I started playing, Phoenix. Um, 
Immortals Phoenix Rising, which I think is a crazy title name. I wish they kept up with Gods and Monsters. That's the original title um, that I think came out like years ago when they first announced it. But um, it's funny what I've heard, and I'll have to look into this um, when I do my actual episode on it. Because I really like the game. There's aspects of the game I really enjoy. And it actually touches on a lot of points that I wish more games would be like. Um, It's just that they're not... I'll just say there are games like this, but they're not on PlayStation. And that's what kind of sinks for me. Um, But the fact that they got this on PlayStation, I like it. I've enjoyed it. Haven't gotten very far in it, um, but I need to get back into it. Um, I had a friend who actually played it. He actually played through and beat it, so I'm glad he enjoyed it. Um, so I'm definitely going to have to get back into it. But anyway, it was originally called Gods and Monsters. And from what I heard, like I said, this is this is me barely remembering this, kind of reading it, reading a certain article, and then leaving it again. But I think there was a problem with Believe it or not, Monster Energy Drink was going to kind of file something against them for using the word monster in their game, I think. Now, I don't know if Monster actually did or if they... Or it was like one of those things where they got a call from Monster and... Maybe they put something out there that they were thinking about it. Like, I kind of feel that, so from what I understand, it was one of those things that because they had the word monster, it was going to draw attention from other places. Unfortunately, that's the reality that anytime you come up with a name, if somebody else has something similar to it, they're going to try to copyright you or sue you for that name. And they wanted to avoid any hassle, so I think... I think if when it got to a point where they thought it was a it was over a 60% chance that monster could come after him for it, they dropped it and called it this Immortal Phoenix Rising. Um, like I said, I don't care for the name as much, but the game is actually really well done and just the way it handles certain aspects of the game as far as gear and cosmetics i like the controls like i said there's a lot about it i like so i won't get into it too much um that's going to be something that i'm definitely going to talk about um other than that there's been a couple other things but i'm not going to get into them right now um to try to find them all is going to be insane but do you know that through all this rambling that i am trying to be back I know there are at least a couple of people that listen to this, which I appreciate anyone who decides to um, listen to me ramble for, you know, 30 plus minutes. But I just want to say thank you for anyone who does decide to listen. I really appreciate it. Um, If you ever have any comments or anything you want to share with me or, you know, discuss, by all means, you can always leave a message. I usually use Anchor, so... Uh, leave a message through Anchor is always welcome. Uh, you can always find me on. I do. I still have the uh, Twitter handle um, MS Journal, 
and, or no, sorry, Morningstar Journal. It's been so long. Uh, and Journal spelled J-R-N-L. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've done this. And then I still have the uh, Gmail address, the Morningstar Journal at gmail.com. So always reach out on any of those platforms and I can always, you know, reach back or say hello and things like that. Or if you have suggestions or, you know, comments, then please let me know. But just know that I am trying to get back into it. I'm going to start trying to get back a more regularly scheduled, um, well, let's face it, a regularly scheduled program, get the words out, and try to get more episodes out more regularly. Um, Again, thank you for listening. Hope you have a great rest of the day. And as always, just be safe. Later.